tell you a little story. Are you ready? Shia LaBeouf. I'm, I was walking in the woods. <laughs> okay. There was absolutely no one around. Uh-huh. And guess what? My cell phone was dead. And then, out of the corner of my eye, I spotted him. <laughs> was it Shia LaBeouf? It was Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he was following me about 30 feet back. He got down on all fours, and he broke out into a sprint. Slowly, Danny, he was gaining on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Now, here's the thing. is I got into my smart car, and it's not very big. Right. Uh, but I was all turned around, and he was almost upon poor little Ty. And I could see blood was all over his face. In fact, it was everywhere. And now, I was running for my life. From Shia LaBeouf. From Shia LaBeouf. So, a knife. so obviously you've watched the video. And for those of you who are loyal listeners to our podcast, you know that last week's episode ended with not necessarily a challenge, but with me turning my good friend Mott's here, James Montemagno, onto one of the most legendary videos that exists on the internet. Um, this time we are going to challenge you. If you have not seen the Shia LaBeouf, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf, pause the podcast right now and click on the link from the show notes. But, Motsi, take it away. All right, so I go to Heather, H. Diggs, H. Town, DJ Hville, and I go, uh, do you know about the Shia LaBeouf thing? She's like, I know Shia LaBeouf. I was like, check out this video. I, I know I know of Shia LaBeouf, right? Uh, yeah, everyone knows of Shia LaBeouf. But I was like, do you know about actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf? And right. she did not. She had no idea. She had no idea either. So this this meme, this video, has completely bypassed the H and J household somehow. Right. It, it's bewildering. Right. And so so she watched it. Absolutely loved it. Fell in love with it. And we watched it about twenty fifty times to the point where we were at home working last week. And I just right. went to YouTube, and she had the TV on, but not watching anything. It was just on. Right. And I Chromecasted from YouTube to it, and it just started playing randomly. And she's like, what's going on? It was amazing. <laughs> That's what I recommend everybody do. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. So, obviously, I, I want to know more. So, I, I, I watched the first one with you. And I can tell everybody who's listening now that when we watched it together, Mots and I, right after the recording of last week's podcast... I was definitely the one laughing more out loud, and I, I could have laughed even harder at every every spot. But it became slightly awkward listening to Mots on the other end of our microphone here. And, and Mots wasn't, I mean, you laughed at a couple scenes, but you weren't as chuckling. And I said, and I realized that when you first watch this video, it's so over the top and so shocking. And if you don't know the ending which, spoiler alert, at the end of the video, Shia LaBeouf is in, he's the only person appreciating, like the actual Shia LaBeouf, appreciating uh, what this whole thing was, which is a completely very well done, but insanely over the top story about Shia LaBeouf eating human beings <laughs> and eventually getting, it's just, it's so, and I'm like dying because it's so ridiculous. And, and Mats is, like, kind of like just in shock, I think you were. And and as I said to you, I said, the more you watch this thing, the funnier it gets because you know you know just how how much effort went into it, how how hilarious the ending is, and and you just appreciate all the subtleties even more, right? So that's happened to you and Heather clearly, because the more you watch it, you're certainly not watching it less. No, we're definitely still watching it at least once or twice a week at this point. Uh, right. I mean, that's our cadence. Is, well, at least maybe a daily Shia LaBeouf. 
And you know, we're huge. I, I love Shia LaBeouf. I think he's phenomenal. I really loved him in like the Sia videos. And and Heather uh, found a great article from No Film School com, which I just linked to, essentially the making of the behind the scenes of actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf and how it came to be, where it came I from. I want to know about this. Yeah, it's really interesting. Essentially, Rob Cantor and Andrew Lorich, uh, I believe his name, they are just friends. And apparently Andrew kept randomly singing the word Shia LaBeouf around all the time, just like whispering. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> it's a great name to whisper into someone's ear, just Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> So they reach out to Shia LaBeouf's team. Shia LaBeouf's all about it. Um, he's he comes on. He really wants to recreate the Citizens Kane scene, which you know is, is him clapping at the end. Which and he's like, I need to have it absolutely perfect. And they said that they shot it almost in all one take, but they had special cues for him to stop you know, clapping with just like the light shines on him. It's absolutely perfect. But the best part of it is, is how amazingly professional and amazing, and you can just tell the canon of how he wants everything perfect. And Shia LaBeouf, they go like, he's the best person to work with. And to honest, like I'm a huge Shia LaBeouf fan, and when you see him in a lot of things, he's really kind of at that level, which is really interesting. Yeah. Well, what what I was when I heard you when I hear you tell this, it reminds me of the stories I've heard of Shia LaBeouf that he's obviously super intense and takes his craft in in not I don't want to say insanely seriously but to the level of like super intense level and uh one thing that Shauna told me after we were obsessed with this Shia LaBeouf video from Shia LaBeouf a long time ago was that uh he he took he's taken part in all kinds of like method acting experiences like you know real life things like there's a story of him being sort of a uh, presented there was all these different booths that was done in this New York sort of acting film festival thing where he apparently was in a room alone and people could walk through the room but all the room was was a man sitting on the floor I'm pretty sure like with no shoes and just kind of like hobo looking with a paper bag over his head and he was crying and that man was Shia LaBeouf and uh and so there was that story, and then there's also, if you search through the woods of of Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf online, you you know you'll read all kinds of stuff about just how crazy and intense some of his scenes have gotten between him and some of his co-stars and and different stuff. So, um, I'm a huge Shia LaBeouf fan as well as anybody who's ever watched my Bullet Brawls knows. James, you've seen. You've seen mm-hmm. the props I use during my live chess streams, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very intense. I really like it. You are – do they call you – I mean, you're a commentator, but do they call you – there's this new buzzword. Do they call you a shout caster? Is that like when you bring yeah, in these that, things? Is that one a thing? Of the, that's one of the things used for esports descriptions oh. as regards to um, – yeah, like people that commentate on League of Legends or World of Warcraft or you know Hearthstone or name it right. That's the or that's chess, the term that's chess. been used. Is shout you got big you got big heads. You got props. You got you got yeah. glass. You got you got the whole shebang. You got you, I got you the whole thing. But one of the things I have is this: for those who haven't seen this Shia LaBeouf thing, where he contributed and helped at this sort of acting school, where it's just him being super intense and yelling at the camera. You know, just do it. Nothing is impossible follow your dreams like you know what are you waiting for and um i have used these props of shia labeouf just appearing in the middle of my chessboard and screaming at both me and the fans you know just what are you waiting for and it's honestly it scares me every time i do it but let this be the first call to say i am also a very huge shia labeouf fan and i strongly believe one day i will meet shia labeouf 
I, and I don't know if that means he'll be on a chess show of mine, but it's one of those connections that I just have, and I just I know I'm going to create a Shia LaBeouf IRL experience. So I I hope so, I and I hope it. I hope it turns into like selfies, and I hope it turns into like right. Shia LaBeouf has. I hope you both are screaming I, at I would a camera. Bet that he likes chess. Oh, I would I bet. bet that Shia LaBeouf likes chess and coffee. I would bet oh. we could get him on this podcast. I mean, I'm serious. Like, I would bet if we found a way to reach out and just explained exactly that this has nothing to do with anything that will bring anything his way, that he would jump on board. I'm in. I'm at, let's do it. I and mean, we just send him this so, episode where we're literally talking yeah. about him for the entire time. Shia <laughs> LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so as we said, you have to watch it. If it creeps you out the first time, watch it again. And now you know the story of just how much effort and how amazing it was and how apparently just how amazing Shia LaBeouf was to work with. That this like it's it's one of my favorite things on the web. Seriously, that video is just is just great. It's good. You know what's not my favorite thing? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, so, Uh-oh. it's we're recording early. And, you know, I haven't had any coffee yet. But, you know when you wake oh, no. up, you wake up in a hotel room, and your mouth mm-hmm. is completely dry. It's, mm-hmm. you know, and you're way too hot. Trap. Yeah, yeah. And then, it's a newly renovated room, so it smells like paint. Then, right. you, you go and try to use the shower, and then it's just cold water. You're like, great. And then you oh go and you're God, sounds- get you get how the sh- you get how the shower and it's so dry that you get a nosebleed because it's so dry. And then oh my God, you, you, that's this morning. That's this morning. Because then you look around the room and you're like, why are there 18 lights in this 200 square foot hotel room? Why are there? You know when Kanye <laughs> was singing all of the lights. Was he sitting in this hotel room? He's like right, this light, right. that light, this light. So many lights in my hotel room. That was my morning. It Danny. almost sounds like you were suffering from a hangover, but I know that's likely not true. But it's like when someone wakes up and they're angry at the sun. It's like, hey, <laughs> the sun is just doing its job, buddy. Like, I mean, it sounds like you. I don't know. Like, did you have a long night last night or what? Oh no, I went to bed early. It was great. Uh, it was fantastic. That's what I figure. I mean, you're not that person. I mean, if it was mm-hmm. me, you might assume hangover, but <sighs> yeah, you know. exactly. But I am, I am, you know, the hotel, the Westin in San Francisco okay. gave me some bottles of Nestle Pure Life water, so I am uh, trying to okay. put any any Just liquid back down. in my body. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I nourishing. had um, an early morning as well. You and I are recording this bright and early right after this i'm uh hosting the pro chess league uh quarterfinals this is the final weekend where all of the teams are playing online from around the world because after this buddy the pro chess league finals by the way what are you doing on april 7th and 8th why don't you come to the finals in san francisco I could you come. can bring h low and come see the world's first ever chess esport event Whoa! Yeah, we'd be in. I don't think I we're mean, doing anything. I, I didn't even think about that till now. I mean, I could get you a VIP pass and everything. You guys Ooh. could wander around and we could record hey, live. We'll, we'll discuss that off air. But um, I mean, the VIP pass isn't super special. You could come up to the Shoutcaster booth and go and backstage where the like the players have a a VIP lounge. Um, but so it'll either be the Mumbai Movers. Uh, so the the round that I'm covering is with the lovely international master Anna Rudolph. She and mm-hmm. I she and I actually hosted the Pro Chess League finals finals last year, which was online. 
Um, so this is the quarterfinals. I'm doing the early portion. We're covering the Movers versus the Eagles. That's Mumbai versus Armenia. And Loboyana, the Loboyana Turtles, huge fan favorites for their Ninja Turtle-style usernames. And the Marseille Migraines. Um, but Marseille is, is a huge, huge freaking favorite to win that because MVL is, is really the world's... He's the last top five like GM left in, in the Pro Chess League, his team, mm. so... Anyway, so Anne and I are covering that, and then uh, later on, on uh, Wednesday the 21st, is, um, is St. Louis. Uh, Robert, Robert Hess and Alexandra Botez will have the call. It'll be St. Louis is playing, which they're the reigning champions, and uh, Chengdu is still in, in it. Shangdu, actually, from China, so it should be some awesome stuff. So well, that's what I'm doing today. That's pretty awesome. Are you, are you just like super pumped? Like how does the excitement level versus, because this is the second year doing it, correct? So last year compared yeah. to this year, is it like, is it just I'm, out of control? I'm more nervous than I've ever been about this finals in San Francisco. Because one, it's like, it's so, as hard as it is to do what I do in like this office where I play, I play producer, director, actor. I mean, I'm, I spend two, I've been doing this for two, two hours this morning, you know, getting my OBS and my XSplit all set up and all the different images and screen captures and graphics. And I'm setting up the transitions so that I know if I'm talking about this, I can change the scene to this. It's like doing more than just chess commentary, right? You know, and so when I'm there at this thing, all I have to do is just like have fun, basically. Got it. Got and commentate. It. Which is, it's so, but it's also like so crazy to me to be in like an in-person venue. And we've, 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 we've seen you in person doing things before when you were at the, uh, with Magnus, essentially. And yeah. we know, we know no, how well I, you do yeah, in person. Great. Well, I, I hope so. I'm a, you know, I, I don't know how I, I don't know. I, I'm nervous. And it's also just because there's so many moving parts going into this and Twitch, is honestly handling the mass majority of the logistics because that's part of our that was part of our, our agreement, so to speak, with them that that they were committing to, you know, basically um, be the event manager of a number of different things. Which I can't get into all of it, but this is one of them to be the you know the help us help us hold the first ever esports chess event. So so they're doing all that, but it's you know it's drama with visas, it's getting things set up, it's it's all this stuff, and it's um. So it's really, it's, it's been the bane of my existence. One of those things I'm super excited about, super nervous about. I will be really glad when it's over, assuming it goes well, and we'll have one of those events under our belt and, and some clear ideas about what we want to do in the future in regards to the, the, type of, the type of things we're trying to do with chess. So anyway, that's what my next three weeks are going to be about. You're going to be amazing, no stress, laid back, chill. You know chess. That's the thing is, when people, when you go out there, you know the game. You know the people. You're, you know it. You're going to crush it. You're going to do great. Yeah. You're going to be amazing. Gonna, I appreciate you're that. You're going to go no, get I'm some not, blue bottle I'm coffee, the... some fills. You're going to be like, this is the best coffee. It's so yeah. good. You're like, mm. it's, it's true. Yep. Yeah. I could be your well, coffee no, runner. We should talk about maybe you guys coming and, you know, it would be fun. I'd love to have more people there that I know, too, just so I feel like. You know, if it goes badly, I could pull you in a corner. I could cry. I'll have a shoulder to lean on, you know. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's that's the world right now. That's what I'm doing. For those who listen to this podcast, it will have already been over. We will know who the final four teams are, and uh, it'll be a race over the next two and a half weeks to continue to get everything set. And, um, and that's my world right now. But um, Shauna got her wisdom teeth taken out this week. Oh, no. 
That's not good. Yeah, all of them. That was when I got all of them in one shot. Ooh, when I got mine out, it was a terrible experience. I was crying. I was sobbing. I think I, I was, I was, I get really when I go under because they put me under. I think because when they took them out, when I went yeah, under, they had to do that for Sean. Yeah, yeah. When I went under, when I go under, because I've had multiple surgeries on my knees and stuff, and when I come out of anything, it's bad news for everywhere. I'm, I'm for everyone around. I'm so depressed. I'm so sad. I hate everything. I think every, every everyone's like everybody hates me. And I don't know how anyone right. puts up with me, but my dad, I remember my dad picking me up and I just like got into the elevator. I don't know where I'm at. Everything is terrible. And I like, I always think I'm going to die. And I was, I'm just like bawling. That was my experience. <laughs> it's so funny. Some people have those reactions to anesthetics, anesthesia, um, where they just come out and they're just uh, like the, the unnaturally induced sleep puts people into that. Shauna's sister is like that. Um, just like a complete wreck of a human being and Shauna Shauna was fine on that level and she's she's a champion but what I was getting to I forgot the reason I started the story of what I'm doing this morning early recording with you getting set for the pro chess league is I've been up since 5 a.m. because Ooh. I'm I'm in the valley right now we're staying in mom's house because um because Shauna got her wisdom teeth pulled on Monday we're it's spring break so that gives us the luxury of of being down there so mama bears t- helping me take care of shauna so that i can do the four kids take care of shauna and still have a chance of having a, a productive week and that allows me to get up really early i drove up to my office and um and so that's where i'm at now and all the kids are hopefully still sleeping right now with shauna as she as she recovers so uh, and I guess and of course you know what other things that make this day a big day whose birthday is it no it's luke's birthday lukey Luke, Luke the Duke, Luke Diggy, Luke Dog. That's why uh, tonight we have a little, we're having a little dinner, a little little detail. Ooh, a little gluten-free, a gluten-free detour. Yeah, it'll be all gluten-free. I think she's making some kind of like Thai rice noodle. Mm. I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to be a part of it and I'm going to eat it. That's all I know. Mm. So. I need to text that, text that, that, that good looking man and, and let him know happy birthdays. I, I have it on my phone to remind me of all my friends' birthdays because I can't remember anything. So I, I did get a notification last night right before bed that said, Luke's birthday, 19 minutes <laughs> and counting. Luke's birthday, don't forget it. <laughs> it's the worst. If it's not yeah. on there, I forget and I still forget because it reminds me of the day before, not the day of. I need Siri just to be and and um and the Echo and the Google just to all yell at me simultaneously throughout the day. It's someone's birthday. It's someone's birthday. Like I just turned on my test devices. It's Luke's birthday. It's Luke's birthday. Did you call Luke? Is he still your friend? Do you like Luke? You should call Luke. What if our digital assistants did that? You know, just it was really all up in our business. Like, just, hey, hey, what's your deal with Luke? What's what? Why haven't you called Luke yet? Are you angry at Luke? What's going on? Right. I mean, like they start, you know, diving in deeply into your relationship and. I, I, I would love if I had a personal assistant to do that. Um, so it's like it's like we saw that we saw that Luke just flew up. Did, was it a bad experience? Did you guys break up? What's going on? Did he make it right. back? Hey, what? wasn't Luke just in your area and now you're not even talking for his birthday? Like you know, <laughs> they know so much about you. They can they start making paranoid assumptions like your parents. You know, yeah. like hey, you were. You had the chance to call me and you didn't. So what's going on? Are you dead or 
Are you are you just mad at me and dad? Like, hey, you don't love me anymore. That kind of thing. <laughs> but all in a Boston accent, like 100%. Just really get mm-hmm. Boston on you. And like, uh-huh. I was out getting a coffee and I didn't get it's a call. A wicked, you got your wicked, it's your wicked heart for your best friend when he doesn't hear from you. Uh, the um, That's how Luke talks, by the way. Anyway, that's how Luke, Luke definitely. Uh, one of the funniest memories I have is we, one morning where we were just, we were bat bleep crazy out of our mind getting Luke and Dinah's house together uh, before they moved. Because um, we had been laying the, the flooring like so many nights in a row. One of those things where you start having so much Jameson, staying up so late, getting up having coffee, laying it again. And none of us are carpenters, right? I'm, I've laid myself a few laminate floors from Home Depot. From, I mean, they, they, they call me in when they need somebody to lay some cheap laminate flooring, okay? Uh, but... But we were just out of our mind, and that morning we just started with a with a wicked accent. We just started talking about irregardless of your situation for you, and we just we were talking about laying the floor, Tommy. Tommy, get your head out of it, Tommy. Ever since Ma died, you've been acting like a you know. We but we were. It gets really inappropriate because you can't talk in a Boston accent with start without just saying a lot of curse words mm-hmm. and a lot of really inappropriate things, and it, it was uh, that. Sorry, that just reminded me of that. Speaking of Luke and and uh, Boston accents, I can't not remember that. Well, make sure that you know you tonight. Give him a hug and a snug, and don't you dare become a gluten fairy and just sprinkle gluten all over the place. Mm-hmm. Just, I know you do. I know you want to. I know you're thinking, mm, how can I just? I, I, I am. I, I dance around like a little with my little bag of flour, and I just like throw it on everywhere and and bless people like that you know like people that rub a booty on their on their third eye or you know you go to like a, a mass or something i'm just like blessing people with gluten <laughs> like you have a, a, so, a bread a uh, breadcrumb bag a flour bag right a breadcrumb oh, bag and that's a great day it's just it's amazing oh my goodness that. anyway where do we go with this show i don't well what are we talking you about? know what else is happening in the world of chess this is a chess podcast where we talk very little about chess is the champions, the champions <laughs> candidates cup is happening. The champions tournament, the champions yes, finale, right. world classic, uh, is coming well, out right now. My my early pick after starting out on a phenomenal tear is um, is falling by the wayside. Kromnik, I'm seeing this, which is my boy Wesley um, Sl- So in, in in top of Wesley Slow, Wesley Slow. Wesley Slow. Um, the uh, Wesley Slow got off to a slow start, but uh, he's he's doing a little better. But really, Carwana, it's all it's all Fabi. Which do, I mean, I I I think I listed Fabi in my top three: mm-hmm. Kromnik, Aronian, Fabi. Those are my thing. Aronian's also not doing well, but I didn't pick Fabi to win. Which you know, I I mean, here's what I would say: I think Kromnik and Fabiano have the best chances of actually becoming a world champion should they win this, mm-hmm. meaning I think they could beat Carlson in a match. Will they? I don't know, right? But I think I think a lot of people want to see this Carwana Carlson. Um, you know, it's an American. Uh, it's It would bring a lot of attention. So I, I will not have my feelings hurt if Fabiano wins the candidates. That is for sure. Yeah, it's really interesting to watch it and kind of see some of the players move uh, up and down. And it's really interesting because literally last week we were talking about how Kromnik off to this great start, just like crushing it. And then I don't know what went wrong. I mean, what went wrong? What do you think from your professional chess, international master of chess, uh, a professional shout caster analysis of the candidates <laughs> uh, championship? Yeah, that's quite the intro. 
Um, what do I think went wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. The um, the main the main thing that our stats actually say went wrong, which is which is kind of interesting because we uh, take a look at how all these players are doing a lot for our own sort of scientific purposes and how we prepare all kinds of cool data because it's something that we really value uh, as chess.com grows and it also secretly helps us with different things like uh, some of our cap scores and our cheat detection. We know what people are capable of in settings where we know they're playing cleanly and that allows us to create really cool um, measurement systems, we'll say, without revealing any more than I probably already have. Uh, but to make a short story not too much longer, what I'm what I'm saying is the stats point out Kromnik's in a bad, bad scores against these players with black. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just he's really not able to hold his own with the second with the second move. And that means he's just not he hasn't whatever his prep is, he's scoring poorly, poorly with black. And um, so that's one thing. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, he he hasn't held his own in some of the crucial moments where despite winning that brilliancy against Aronian, which in many people's views was the game of the tournament so far, he's also lost several games under time pressure in his scrambles, which reflects, you know, it reflects age, it reflects nerves, it reflects not being as sharp when you're at a, at a level where you're not playing as actively. There's certain things that it's like an athlete, what they do when the gloves are off with the buzzer, with the time running down, right? When instincts take over, there's some of those things where regardless of the prep, how do you handle yourself under time yeah. pressure? And he hasn't handled himself well in some of those critical moments. So, um, so that's been kind of, that would be the assessment, I guess. You know what my assessment is? What? Uh, so my assessment what is, is, that, is what happened is somewhere around the third or fourth day, Shia LaBeouf showed up. And, Shia LaBeouf. And was sitting there, like in the corner okay. of Kromnik's eyes, just staring at him intensely. And like <laughs> behind glass, though, you know, because they're, they're behind yeah. glass. I don't know how this tournament's set up, right. but they're behind glass. And, right. But Shia right. LaBeouf is over there in the audience just staring at him. Just like, but with yep. just like a slash of blood down his face, it's right. just like Shia LaBeouf, and like I that's mean, creepy. That would, that would, uh, frankly, that would bother anybody. I mean, you can understand how Kromnik yeah. might not take too kindly to that. So. Yeah, I mean, so there you go. There's your my professional, uh, profe- <laughs> my professional analysis of the. Championship if we could get Shia LaBeouf to come on this show, and just be silent the whole time, right? We're like nobody believes us. Nobody believes us that he's here. And he's like standing right next to me, oh and then at some point he just starts talking. That would be that would be, That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Uh, but uh, isn't it funny how we just live in our own fantasy about you know about Shia LaBeouf joining us? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, to me that is the ultimate. That's the ultimate day, right there. So, I mean, besides hanging out with you, Danny, it's you, know, yeah, Sh- yeah. you I mean, Shia LaBeouf. Me, Shia LaBeouf, like, like me, you, Shia LaBeouf, beers, wings, shots, and scene, right? Boom. That kind of thing. What That's a great what day. Need. Great day. Great, great day. day. So, All right. Well, uh, this has been a great podcast, I think. Maybe. <laughs> I think. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I'm going to say it's amazing. And I feel like there was something else I wanted to discuss with you deeply, deeply, and I've, I've let it slip, and... Uh, that that hurts when there was something I wanted to share with you and our 
and our listeners. But uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that I don't remember what it was, and we're gonna move on. There we go. Maybe I, next week. Maybe, maybe next, next week. week I'll remember. Next week we'll we'll reveal the don't secret. You hate that? That's the worst. There's something in the back of my mind. No, seriously, it's not anything I changed. I, I can't remember what I wanted. There was something else I wanted to say. It was right before we started talking about the champions and as soon, the champions as, event. As soon as we stop recording, you'll be like, this is the thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I know. That's how it works, right? Um, yeah. So, anyway, but, uh, yeah, the the world goes on. And I continue to forget things, speaking of being forgetful. Uh, but uh, I will give Luke one of those awkward hugs where I hold slightly too long. Yes. And when I pull out, I brush up against his cheek just slightly where he looks at me. Doesn't want to say it was awkward, but gives me that slight pause. And then I say, that was from Shia LaBeouf. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> or, I say, or, I, or I'll just say, that was from Mott's. Okay. That's and the, then he'll look at me closer, and then I'll just go, Shia Right, I'll just start whispering Shia LaBeouf, sweet nothings around the house. <laughs> I think that's that's what I, actually Heather and I have been doing. We'll just walk around, we'll walk around, and we'll just be like Shia LaBeouf. It's pretty great. <laughs> Sorry, you have. I I just don't know why it's so funny, but it is. I laugh so hard just thinking about the fact that you'd be doing that. It is. It's oh it's, it's what it's what's happening. It's what's happening in the world. Um, and that's it. All right, buddy. Go crush the world of Pro Chess League. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see you in person when we record this great podcast or recap how awesome you did. I can't wait to come back to San Francisco. I hope so. I hope so. All right. All right, homie. That's it. Good talk. Yeah, good talk. You know people where to find us on the internet, at Daniel Wrench, at James Montemagno. You can find this podcast and so much more at soundbite.fm, our awesome podcast network, and, of course, this show at blunders.fm, where you can write in and uh and and we get emails and we have some i forgot i forgot to check we do check email i have some i forgot to read them this week so next week spoiler alert email your emails your emails from i love that from shia labeouf red with the voice of shia labeouf what a great day for everybody all right buddy have a great day i love you i miss you kiss kiss